you're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Welcome to Dear Alice. I'm super excited about the topic today. Me too. Yeah, I can't even believe it was a question because it's something that we preach all the time. I know. This would be chapter one of our book. Yes. (laughs) Look forward to that. (laughs) Yes. For about, I don't know, like nine years now, Suzanne, we've been at this for 11 years, so... I want to say like eight or nine years, we've been saying we need to write a book because we learn so much and we're always like, oh, this could be an entire chapter. We have so much to say about this. And um, so today's question comes from a a listener. Her name is Laurie Rayner. And she asks the question, do you buy a rug first and build the room around it? You guys, we always say we start from the ground up. We always get the rug first. That's part of our, once we get to know the client, of course, and we understand where they're headed, what their vibe is, what their look is, then we set about finding the perfect rug um, to, to start um, telling the story of the room. And um, anyway, after we get the rug nailed down, then we start throwing fabrics and finishes at the rug. So the rug is our hero. And, yep. and it's like buying the biggest piece of art in the room. If you don't buy your rug first, you're going to end up phoning in your rug. You're going to be getting yourself a solid rug or a really tiny little pattern that repeats itself over and over again. Because you're distracted by the really loud floral from the anthropology chair or whatever you're getting your chairs. People are always like so surprised when we tell them to start with a rug. But you're right. It is the biggest piece of art in the room. And it really dictates the style and yes. what else, everything else that's going to happen in the space. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you're modern, whether you're traditional, whether you're artistic, whatever it is, your yep. rug can say so much mm-hmm. for that room. And that really is once you get the rug, you can start again, throwing all the fabrics, the profiles, everything starts to take life because of the influence of the rug. Yes. Totally agreed. Oh, if you don't start with the rug and you get the floral chair, then the floral chair just hijacked the entire room. It's like the banana in the smoothie. Yeah, it's all you can taste. taste All you can taste is the banana. There's no acai in that thing. No No way. No, No, you can't taste any other flavors. So let's start with the rug and let's talk about it. Let's talk about how to find the perfect rug, how we do it, what we do it, how to know what size to get. I know. I think size, usually when we're starting any room too, we'll space plan it to know like, okay, what size of rug are we looking at? Do you guys know what space planning is? Oh yeah. Break it down, Sue. What's a space plan? Break it down. Okay. Space planning is we do it on CAD. People, obviously they've done it on graph paper. You can do it at home, you know, and you just find, you measure all your pieces that you're using if you have any existing pieces. Um, But what we do is we go onto CAD and we actually if we can fit a 10 by 14 rug, we'll put a 10 by 14 rug. And then we start to put sofas and chairs and end tables and lamps just so we can start to see how different pieces are relating to one another and how it functions in the actual space. So the whole idea of the form follows function, that really is a thing. You figure out the function of your room and then you can start to dive into what is the style and what are all these different pieces doing. But again, to figure out your rug is mm-hmm. the very first thing. So, so we know kinda, what size. The space plan for. is kind of like looking down on your room. If somebody were to cut the top of your roof off and you were just able to look down inside your room that way, the aerial view of the room. So Suze is saying, let's make sure and choose a big enough rug that's going to fit within that room. The most common mistake we see with rugs is everybody buys a small one. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're easier to carry to your car if they're not so big. <laughs> and they fit in your car. And they're way more affordable yes. if they're small. But what you often get, I heard somebody refer to it as the flying carpet effect. 
if you are going to have your say sofa and chairs and everything, and then you roll out this little tiny five by seven in front of all the legs of your furniture, just this flying carpet in the middle of the room. Rug. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, nothing's grounded. Yeah. So we really, and also your room is going to shrink to the size of the rug. So what we love to do is get a rug that is big enough to really fill the room. We're not trying to create wall-to-wall carpet here. We are just trying to get at least at the very minimum, your front feet of all your furniture on the rug. If you can go bigger and get the back legs, do it. Yep. And it really will grow your walls. It makes a space so much bigger when you can fit a large rug in a space. Yeah. I swear your eye shrinks to the size of the border of the rug. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So why would... Why would we ever want a smaller space? We wouldn't, no. Jessica. No, no, sorry. Nobody would want that. You don't guys don't it. want that. Did you know that no. you didn't want it? You don't. You want a bigger room. I know. Yeah. Okay. Often some people will say layering their rug, you know, if you get a large mm-hmm. plain one and then yeah. you can layer something more opinionated on the top of it. Say you found one or, you know, in Turkey or something, there was a limited size that won't fit everything all the front feet of your furniture onto that smaller rug yeah. and get a larger, you know, a jute rug or, you know, mm-hmm. some beautiful plain wool one and then throw your Turkish rug on top of that. But yeah. again, you're still expanding your eye by stretching it with that larger base rug that everything's going to sit on top of. Excellent. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. So we talked about space planning. We talked about the size of the rug. Now let's talk about how do we choose like the pattern of the rug, the colors for the rug, the material, the, um, construction. construction of the rug. Yeah. Um, construction is definitely based off of the budget. Mm-hmm. We're going to say the B word, um, the budget of the, of the room. If you are all in and you really love rugs, we love rugs. So, um, the nicest rug that you can get is a hand knotted rug. And so that if you ever see people like kicking over the corner, of a rug in a store, you know that they're looking for the construction of a rug and you know that they're looking to see if it's hand knotted. I think. Oh, so hold here people. So hold if here. you want to look knowledgeable <laughs> when you're shopping, be sure and kick up the corner of the rug. <laughs> the people will be like, Ooh, she knows her stuff. No, She's like kicking the see. tires. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Sorry, Sue. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no. So hand knotted is the most expensive form of the rug. And there's even so many different levels of hand knotted because they really do do the pricing of a rug dependent on for how not how many inches, you know, knots are per square inch. Okay. I'm starting to bore you. I know anyway, but a hand knotted rug is an investment and it's lovely. And so if I know that the client values rugs and would be okay with this price point of a rug, I'm going to go to the hand knotted section. Cause that's the loveliest. So mm-hmm. if, and whenever you can do a hand knotted, do a hand knotted, yeah. it will stay with you forever. You'll pass it down to your children mm-hmm. and it will thank you. 10 times. Yeah. So did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy earth bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us. When we started sleeping on cozy earth, You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, 
I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand, to your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm And as far as like picking the style, I really do think, again, when we know our client and we know what they're drawn to, it's against like picking art for a client you'll start scrolling through all the different options and you'll see one that like, you're like that, that's one that's actually could work. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And I would love to build a room after that. And I'm excited to show them because if I'm excited, they're going to be excited to live with it. So. Amen. Yeah. Preach. Preach. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, we can go into all the constructions. Do we want to do that right now? Uh, yeah, we could, I think okay. we could spend a second on it. I will okay. say if you, if you do want to dip your toe into the water of a hand knotted rug, you could start with something like an Ushak. They are less knots per square inch. Um, they are a more casual hand knotted rug. Yeah, yeah. And one rug vendor described it as the country rugs and the city rugs. The city rugs have way more knots per square inch and they're a really, really tight, um, weave mm -hmm. and they really do look dressier. So also, are you more casual or are you more dressy? If you're more casual, then we would maybe go with the country rugs, which would be the Ushak of the hand knots. Just like a jute rug has a really big loop to it, that's going to make it look casual. The tighter the pile, um, the tighter the weave, the dressier the rug's going to become. And then the designs on top, too. Like some people really love symmetry. And that's one of the questions that we talk to clients about is, do you, do you love symmetry and do you need it? If so, they're going to really enjoy a rug that's more symmetrical. And maybe they're even going to want a traditional rug with a traditional border around it. A more contemporary room probably wouldn't even have a border on the rug. It would have a big, maybe abstract design that just um, flows right off the edge of the rug. And also feels kind of space expanding because you're not confining the shape of the rug or the border to the, sh to the rectangle that it is. It just gets to be this wild, abstract piece of art just working its way under the room, which is super cool. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. So that's like knots. There's like different varying from tight knots to loose knots. And then we can get into tufted rugs, which are hand tufted. And that's a really good construction. Um, they are going to have a backing glued on them. And that's what's going to break down over the years. Tufted rug is like a five to 10 year purchase. So if you've had it longer than that and you're sick of it, don't feel bad about rolling it up and throwing it out to um, be recycled or um or taken to the dump because it's gotten plenty of use. You're probably even seeing white powder break down on the back of it. That's all of the glues and the adhesives that have, have done their time and mm -hmm. it's time to move on. Um, but it is a really thick plush pile. And if you can get a wool, that's fantastic. Today we're seeing a lot of viscose in rugs, which is that shiny, pretty silky material, really difficult to clean, but um, does give it amazing on your feet. Oh, oh man. Barefoot. <laughs> bare feet and viscose. Go ahead and roll all over Forget that about one. it. Yeah. It's delightful. Yeah. I think that the carpet cleaners today are getting better and better at cleaning viscose. I think so too. Yeah. yeah and it's kind of an art silk. I think it's what they kind of call it. It's not actual silk, but more of a bamboo yeah. art silk that's hard to clean. 
Yeah. And then after tufted, there's machine made rugs and hand woven. Yeah, hand woven. So like that's your jute rugs. Oh yeah, jute rugs, blanket rugs. Um, Obviously, you're all familiar with jute rugs, Mm -hmm. Um, but a blanket rug is the ones where you can. It's the same pattern on the front as it is on the back, and you can you can wear them on both sides, which is kind of nice. But those, I feel like those are best. They're not really comfy, so I wouldn't probably would never put one in my family room, but maybe like an entry or a dining. Yeah, if you're being responsible. Yeah. Those would be a great one to do. um, In the trade, they're also known as a flat weave. Mm -hmm. So if you've heard people talk about a flat weave, that's what Suzanne's talking about by blanket. It is a thinner rug. Definitely use a rug pad under that to keep that gripped. The corners are pretty easy to sort of roll up and those shift around a little bit because they're so lightweight. But it gives that really cool casual sort of California Mm -hmm. vibe to it. Good for layering. You could also layer those. Yep. I love that. I, I have a quick question. Yeah, um, Corey. Hi, Corey. So, hey, Fire away. How's it going? Um, <laughs> so good. So I'm getting, a uh, like, thinking about rug options for my house. I have a really thick carpet, though. Like, what do you what do you think for, like, um, pile of the rug since my carpet is so thick? Because it'll be on that. Like, is, do yeah, you have an opinion yeah. on that? Is there guidelines that I should have for that? I was just going to say, you bring up a great question because everyone is always so surprised when we say, yeah, we put rugs on top of carpet, mm-hmm. broadloom carpet. You oh, know? it breaks everybody's brain. And they're just like, you do? What? Why? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, get it. Um, but truly the rug, and I think we should just touch on this for every room, the rug, it really does anchor everything. Mm-hmm. And again, when you don't have a rug in a bedroom, say, that, you, that is carpeted, all those pieces just feel like they're floating. But the second you put a rug down, it pulls it all in and it really creates this moment, mm-hmm. you know, it where they all start, everything. yeah, it's a composition and they yeah. all start to connect one another. So yeah. yes, we always, we will always put rugs on top of carpet mm-hmm. is, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. I'm going to so. answer your question with a question, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your style? I don't know. As, as far as like, like, what's your vibe? What's your style? What's your sofa? Cool what's, ha- what's happening in your room? You're pretty casual, I imagine. Yeah. You're not like dressy well, or I, formal I, or anything. Yeah. Some I, rock and roll in it. Yeah. Room. Yeah. But I, I have some rock and roll. I like stuff with like a little bit of flair. So yeah. like, I, I don't know. It like yeah. makes me feel alive, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I have. How do you feel at this juncture about investing in a hand knotted rug versus um, buying something that... Maybe it's only gonna last for five to ten years. Where are you at? I know you just had a baby, or you just had a little guy, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, you're in destroyer mode right now. <laughs> maybe like I maybe in between, like I don't want to have to like throw it away. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know if I want to spend like thousands of dollars on it. Yeah, room. do you know what I think Corey would be a great candidate for? I would say a vintage hand knot. Ooh, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, totally. You say rock and roll and he is, of course is going to respect the construction of it, mm-hmm. but you're not going to have to pay for a brand new hand knot. I like that. Yeah. So I think you get some, some funk there, which I know you're an artist and a musician and, and also like you love design. So I just can't see you phoning it in with like a power limb drug that's programmed that yeah. everybody could have. I just think that you're more of like a vintage t-shirt kind of guy. So yeah. I'd put you in a vintage, a vintage hand knot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And we'll look for you at market. Thick, yep. Thickness of pile though. Like, does it? Um, a hand knot isn't super, um, super piley, but you're already getting so much cushion from your cushy carpet mm-hmm. underneath it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be, 
Um, it'll be a little bit finer, uh, finer knotted, not super heavy, but it will lay really, really well. It will sort of drape well on your carpet. Okay. Yeah, and we would still do a rug pad just so everyone knows. We always put a rug, like a yeah. felt, premium felted rug pad mm-hmm. underneath all rugs, even on top of carpet. Yeah. It just helps it keep those corners down. Gription guys. Gription. It's a word. Yes. <laughs> Provides <Gription>. good gription. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag <laughs> trademark. Uh, yeah. And then after the, um, the blanket rug, there's the power loomed, power loomed rugs, which are really, really, really popular today. Um, it seems like something they're doing is taking beautiful hand knotted rugs and almost like digitally outputting them Mm -hmm. and power looming them, which is machine made. It's usually made out of synthetics Mm -hmm. and it's going to have a whip stitched edge and it is not a long-term rug, but you're going to be able to get a look without breaking your budget with something like that. You're still going to want a rug pad. The back of them are kind of scratchy, like a nail file, like kind of a, it's like a um, net. Yeah. I'm like, it feels like a grippy net. Yeah. It's a little bit scratchy. Like if you were to reverse roll it and carry it, it's just, it's going to give you a little bit of a, like a rash. Yeah. You'll definitely get some sandburn from that. (laughs) How about that for never selling a power loom rug? You're going to get a rash people. (laughs) You're not, you're not going to get a rash. Just don't reverse roll it. You'll be fine. Um, We actually use this in a lot of projects, even projects that have hand knotted rugs in them. There is a point where they're like, you know what? In my kid's bedroom, he's just going for a big boy room right now or a nursery. We're changing this out in five years. Let's not invest in anything too big. Power loomed is a really great answer for that. So Yeah. yeah, they're easy. Yeah. And you can definitely get a look still with, with even something like that. I think it's just all really all in the taste. I know. It you pick comes, things out in. Yeah. It yeah. also comes in really large sizes, which is nice. I feel like a lot of the power looms are coming in like 12 by 15s and things yeah. like that. So again, a hand knotted 12 by 15 would cost you a great, mm-hmm. your thousands and thousands on thousands yeah. of dollars. North, and north so, of 10,000 yeah. for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, in power loomed, you're maybe a couple for that big of a, you're room. like 1200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Super easy. Great. So um, we talked about size. We talked about construction. Style uh, is is, um, definitely a player in all of this. And that's why we start with the rug first. So um, symmetry, non-symmetry. This is where we're going to get all the color from the room is from our rug. So it's going to give us permission to use the colors that are in the rug. If people are a little nervous about that, then we're just going to probably go with more neutral furniture, but then we're going to pull that color from the rug back out in the pillows. Yep. And it might even speak to the artwork in the room. The artwork and the paint color. I know this also will break oh, yeah. your brain because people are always like, what color should I paint this room? And you're like, well, what's the rug? Because once you know the rug, paint is actually, people, the last thing that we choose. Yeah. We choose every all the other players and then we'll, again, because there's one million different colors of paint that could correspond to this one beautiful, perfect rug for yeah. this space. And so, again, pick your paint after you know everything that's happening in the space. Yeah. And so, sorry, that's for another day. We'll talk more about paint. Yeah. But I'm just saying that rug could make your make a big deal for your paint color and the full saturation of your room. And so... Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Um, back to another question for another day, back to paint for one second. I think that's probably the biggest, most frequently asked question for us on our Instagram accounts, DMs and whatnot. Everybody wants to know the paint color that's used in the room. And we're always like, 
Girl, it's going to look different in your house. And it depends on what else is happening, who are all the players, everything else. So, I mean, if it's a white or a very, very, very light neutral, I get it. But even then, depending on what ways your windows are facing, what's it, what's it um, coming in contact with? Your wood floors, are they really brassy? Maybe we need to dye that down. Maybe we need to play to it. It's like a chemistry experiment. It'd be like me asking Jess, hey, what's your foundation color on your skin? Exactly. I'm trying to put it on my skin. It's yes. not going to look the same. Yes. It's going to look okay. terrible. Let's just all promise right now that we're going to talk about paint on another podcast <laughs> because it's a, it's a hotbed. <laughs> it's a hot topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we have that coming up in like a couple episodes, actually. Oh, stay so, tuned. Yeah, yeah definitely. That one, guys. Totally. Um, so as far as rugs go, Corey, do you have any other questions? What have we not talked about? Um, no, I, I, I don't. Um, oh, Suzanne has a point she'd uh-huh. like to make. No, and um, we're also talking, people ask a lot, how do we pick multiple rugs together? Yes. And instead, like, we can pick one rug for one room, but how do I know what's going to be in the next room? And how do you make sense of all that? Mm-hmm. And truly what we do, guys, we paper doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we print off all of our favorite rugs and anything that's going to be happening in the space. And we lay it all out and look at it all together. So we can see if that rug and that, you know, adjacent room is going to make sense with this one. And so really print off those rugs or start a file on your illustrator, whatever you want to do. And start to look at them together and see how they're speaking with one another because they should get along. And they all need to complement each yeah. other. And if you get stumped because too many of them have patterns, then guess what? It's time to use a jute rug or it's time to use a cowhide as a rug or it's time to use like some other f- something that's a rug because um, sometimes it's just time for a stripe because there's so much pattern happening everywhere. But when you really print off all the rugs that you're going to be playing with, and then a few more that you're trying to decide between, it will spit the bad ones out or spit the ones out that are just absolutely creating conflict for the other patterns to play. But consider them all at the exact same time. That's also true of lighting. Let's talk about lighting on another podcast too. Done. It'll happen. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of feelings to share. Yeah, no, I think it, it should feel cohesive and kind of sort of all you know, knit itself together at the end of the day and make sure that it's somewhat like-mindedness because all of these rugs might be purchased over different periods of time and different trends and um, they should, they can still be cohesive even if one, you know, was given to you by your grandmother and another one was recently purchased and the other one you've had in your family room for five years. We should still consider all of them. And it's so much easier to print it off than having to haul it home and unroll it and notice that, oh gosh, those look terrible together. So do yourself a favor. Refill your ink cartridges and print it off. Yes. So So. here's my last question for the day. So let's, so not everyone can, I'm just going to scrap my entire room when I have so far just to like start with my rug. What if we already like have furniture in the room and we're like, you know, now needing to, to pick a rug. What do you suggest there? Is that, that's Bummer. a little bit harder probably, huh? No, I Start think, over, scrap well, it. Well, I guess no. so here's a question. It depends on kind of like where, where, mm-hmm. where are you headed? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if you know that eventually you, you aren't stoked about the furniture that's in your room, but you have to make it work for another year or two, buy the rug that's going to that's gonna take you where you're headed. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like don't just that. settle for, for the, I don't know. The jute. Yeah, don't just settle for a jute rug because it's the only thing that will get get along with all the players in your room. 
by the one that's really inspiring to you that you really genuinely want to work with in the future and can get along. You know what I mean? With the time being, maybe if you buy two new pillows or something like that, that it doesn't feel like it's from Mars that you're sticking in your room. But the rug really is the nucleus, the, the, the fire starter, the, do you know what I mean? Like it is the, it is the party starter in the room. And so if you're going to bring, you know, just a really dull rug home just to get along with everybody, then the party's not going to be that awesome. It's going to be dull. Let's just be awesome. Everybody. Can we all just make a pact here, right here and now to just make awesome spaces? No. And to only buy things you love. And that goes back to that again, not having to compromise the rug because of a chair. Yeah. Just buy the rug that you love that you're going to be so jazzed about walking by. And again, if you were to get a rug that would just get along with the chair that you already have and you put that down, I guarantee you're going to wait a lot longer to, to do something you actually like. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Maybe it makes sense. Break it down for the people. Maybe, maybe it doesn't make sense to them now. (laughs) I know what you, I know what you're thinking. Okay. I think when people buy, say you have a room full of furniture and some of it you're not loving anyway, and you buy a rug that's just okay and we'll get along. It's a placeholder that's not going to be yelling at you to replace anything else. But if you buy something you really, really love, that rug, and you put that underneath it, all of a sudden, all that other furniture is going to be really offensive to your eye and you're going to be more quick Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to make it that everything that's in that room is something that you love. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that was a good break. Yeah. Let the rug inspire you. Yeah. And I yeah, think that that to move forward. Yeah. And I think that that, again, just kind of springboards that anything that you buy, make sure you love it. Don't buy something just because it was available. Yeah. yeah really I, put the intention there. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a rule with like buying clothes and I've had this since I was like a teenager for myself. I don't like, I'm not a huge shopper, but I do love like, I love enjoying the things that I have as far as that like clothes goes. And yeah. so I've, I've always said, I'm not going to buy it unless I love it. Yeah. And then if I love it and it's not in the budget, it's getting purchased anyway. And I've never regretted that. There's stuff that I've like, I'm like, oh, there's like $200 jacket. I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. And I've never regretted being like, oh, I shouldn't have spent that money on it because I've loved it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you, could just, maybe you could say the same about, you know, rugs. If you love it, buy it. Yep. Cheers. Preaching to the choir. Yeah, you are. <laughs> buy the rug. Buy the rug, guys. Buy the rug that gives you cold chills. Yep. Buy the rug that challenges you. Yeah. Don't I phone it in. Don't phone in your rug. No. Yeah. So to wrap up uh, with rugs, make sure and buy the bigger rug, the rug that's going to make your room look um, large. Stretch yourself. My guess is you could probably use something larger than what is currently in your room. Uh, so get the right size, get the right construction that's within your price point, and get something that's going to get you really excited, that's going to take you where you're headed in your room. Start there, and then we'll talk about more once you get your rug. See you next time on Dear Alice. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 